Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What's going on, guys? We got some new stock in I want to tell you guys about. If you go to Hostile.com and you check out our new releases section, these are some of my favorite pieces. We have the new Ethos hoodie, which is a lightweight hoodie. We have it in different colors, black, khaki, brown, and dark moss, which is really kind of like a military green. And then if you go back, we have another one of my, this is probably my absolute favorite, which is kind of a lightweight thermal. It is a little bit baggier than normal. So if you want it, not so baggy size down on it, but we have black, athletic heather gray, forest green, steel blue, and flat red. Hostile.com, check new drops. Also next week, we have more blue shark gummy in stock and bloodshot is coming back soon too. Sorry guys for the delay. We've had such a massive increase in demand for Hostile that we had to kind of revamp things and we're going to be all caught up and things will not be out of stock uh, for so long ever again. Thank you guys for the support and on to the show. What's Doing up, good? What's up, worse? It's crazy. It was my it was my fucking last leg day today. <laughs> yeah? How hard was it? Was it is your last leg day super hard or is it like easing into the show? Honestly, it was super hard because I over the past few years, I tried some different things out. And when we keep in mind, it's still 11 days until the show. Yeah. But for my legs, I need to say, I try, I, I can't like, we, are, we already talked about it. I can't go in it and say like, yeah, I'm doing like a 70, 80-ish percent leg day. So yeah, I bust but... my ass today one last time and then... I need those this time to recover after five days. They are still like sore a little bit yeah, when I you know. sit yeah. on the toilet and stuff like this. And then imagine on day seven, you step on stage. So what I realized is the inflammation and everything goes out. And then 10 days after it looks like crazy. Yeah, it's dry. So yeah. you hit today is what? Today's Thursday, Wednesday. So you hit today, Wednesday. you hit today really hard. You're not going to hit him again. All the way to the show no i don't think so you won't do any kind of like pump work or anything next week i kept it in mind but i i'm flying out on sunday and i'm normally not the guy who's holding a lot of water um from flying and bullshit like this but uh mm -hmm. from traveling um i get flat with traveling but uh that's okay but i don't think i get another pump session in for legs well, the thing is for your legs, your legs are your dominant body part. So you don't really need to like fill them back up. Even when they're flat, they're probably still. Yeah, the big, the that's best what body. I wanted to say. Yeah. Maybe to all the listeners and athletes who are preparing for the Detroit Pro, huh? Yeah. Or amateur <laughs> show. Um, 
you need to try it out by yourself. What worked for you, Fuad, back in the days? Uh, I mean, my... you also had super huge legs, but then uh, you did it seven days out, or honestly, my my, I never had any standout body parts. So for me, good. no, no, but like everything, everything, it's weird. Everything pumped up and depleted almost evenly. So like, but mm-hmm. I noticed, I noticed because I did a lot of cardio, I used to do step mill a lot. Mm-hmm. My legs would flatten out pretty, a little bit quicker than everything else. So I always had to do a pump day, like the Wednesday before the show. Okay. I know, I, I know some people think like, oh, it takes away separation and all that, but like, I didn't do it hard enough that that was they would be super inflamed. I just did it enough to like fill some carbs into the muscle and round them back out before the yeah. show. Yeah, because when you think about it, I mean, every time you train them, you deplete them even more. And yeah. I, I, if you if you if you train them if you train them all the way, but if okay. you just if you're just doing like a pump workout, it's almost like you're just pushing glycogen into the muscle. You know what but, I mean? Yeah. Are you doing it? when you carve up because yes. Wednesday was yeah okay yeah. that makes that yeah. makes sense yeah but so... I mean all the listeners and athletes they need to look and or you listener need to yeah <laughs> look at your body and decide it it's not because yeah. food versus doing it 10 days out seven days out five days out I, I know guys they pump up backstage and pump yeah. up their legs because they're just not big enough and they want to create more. Yeah. But no, if you want to, if we want to explain to people like the real reason, in my opinion, because your legs are so big, like you said, it takes a, it takes a week or so for the inflammation to really go away. And then they even have to dry up even further. So because, because your legs are so big, you can afford to stay away from them for seven to 10 days. And they're probably, the separation is probably going to get deeper and deeper and deeper. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I tested it. I tested it over the last years. That's another reason why I love to compete and do a lot of shows because yeah. then you're like, okay, I know this works, this works. And yeah, um, we definitely also go in with the Woody as well. With the, with the what? <laughs> with the vodka shots. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I tried it, I tried it in Texas because of, because of Ronnie Coleman. Yeah. <laughs> He it, said it, to Kevin Lavroni, and he said, "Like, yeah, take two shots, and then at the day after, he won the fucking Olympia." So, <laughs> and it really helped. I mean, I I never, and I'm never drinking alcohol, but I slept like a baby, and next day I woke up, yeah. took another shot with an espresso, and then tanning and everything was smoother than never before. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, there's something to be said for relaxing your nerves before a show and i think if you do you know a couple shots of you know alcohol or whatever you can definitely like calm you down a little bit and help you sleep like you said so i don't yeah. see I, I don't see a problem with that at all i mean fuck if kevin Lavroni's doing it he's got to yeah. be doing something right right yeah. <laughs> um but no going back to the the peak uh what do you think is your worst body part what's going on guys i've been working with merrick health now for six months I want to tell you guys that if I had somebody like this when I was younger, I would have made better gains and I would have been much healthier along the way. This is a resource that I don't think a lot of guys starting out, whether they're young or older, should let go by the wayside because this is not something that was always available to us. So having a provider like Merrick Health to look over your hormones, make sure you're taking the right things at the right times, you're not taking too much or too little, 
making sure they're going over your blood work and make sure your health is good along the way with those hormones is absolutely priceless. So what I suggest is you go to americhealth.com forward slash RBP. It's going to take you to a page where I got my blood panels done. This is the page here. There's a blood panel here for $120. This is just a blood panel that you can get with 53 different biomarkers that'll tell you what your blood work looks like. But you're going to be reading it by yourself. This is more important. This is the blood panel with the consultation. They're going to look at more biomarkers. They're going to look at all your hormones. And a, a consultant will sit with you and tell you what it means for you when it comes to optimizing your hormones, but also making sure you're healthy along the way. Guys, please use this resource while you're bodybuilding. Don't just ignore your health. MerrickHealth.com forward slash RBP. Use code RBP for the 10% off on your first order and keep healthy while you're growing. Bodybuilding is a great sport. We want to make sure we're doing it in the safest way possible. Ah, I would say it was my 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 arm and my back, but over the time it was so I was so happy because Samson. <laughs> Can you hear us, Samson? I don't think he's on on all the way yet. My speakers. Where's my speakers? I can hear you. You can't hear me. Can you hear me? No. No? You just answered me. Hello, hello. <laughs> hello? Yeah, we can, we can hear yeah, you. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you now. What's going on, no, Samson? How are you? I'm good, man. How you guys doing? I'm good, good. I thought I'd have the uh, the two winners of the Arnold Classic on the show before the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey. Uh, um, me and Urs were just talking about peaking mm -hmm. for a show and what what like body part you would stay away from before the show, what body part you would train before the show. Oh. So I asked Urs what you what he thought his weakest body part was. You said arms and back or what do you think, Urs? Yeah, it was. But uh, what I wanted to say, I was so happy about um the feedback of the judges the last time especially when i when i asked like uh, the head judges um they told me like it's amazing your arms really came up and that was like balm for my <laughs> whole soul because they said like yeah now they match like in they are not the biggest and yeah. of course they were gonna be but they matched the physique and i was like nice so the reason is, uh, is, is that appreciation of your hard work, isn't it? That acknowledgement yeah. of your hard work, knowing that it's yeah. actually working, people can yeah. see it. It's always the best feeling, right? Yeah, and hey, now Paul. definitely, I'm so happy about. Hey, Paul, what's up? Hey, hey guys. Hey, Paul, how are you? I'm good. Sorry, I'm late. Er, Samson, nice to see you guys. Hey, how's it going? Of course, it's always pleasure. Um, I'm good started man, man. To get excited right now because in oh. not even in a week we're gonna see all of us in. Yeah. yeah. So. So or is going back to what we're talking about with the peak. Just I yeah. want to put I just want to put a button on this before we move on. Mm -hmm. Uh if you think your arms are the weakest body part, do you train those last before the stage like to keep them full or do you not think that way? Honestly, I try to I try and I try to train them like the Thursday or Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. So they're gonna be my one of my last sessions, like in shoulder and arm day, because the small body parts don't need too much recovery. Yeah. And I think Monday or something, Monday is back, Tuesday is chest, like 
Uh, I start with the biggest body parts beginning yep. of the week because all the inflammation needs time to go out. Yeah. And then I realized like you always can do like an arm pump workout yeah. and shoulders and I, you never feel your shoulders for a whole week. I mean, I know. Uh, not even after two months of training. So yeah, that's my strategy, but I, I, I split it up. I don't go one body part um, for next week per day. I, I do like in those push pull legs. Like a push pull legs. Yeah. When you said, when you said you train legs, you're sore for five days. Yeah. There's probably going to be a lot of people that are angry in the, that are watching this because the common wisdom nowadays is that if you're sore for more than two or three days, you're overtraining. So, really? Yeah. Yes. Overtrainers. <laughs> over... <laughs> you know, oh, can dude. I can I tell you can I tell you something for me and me and, me and me and Paul for my entire career? Every time we train legs, it would be sore until like the day before. It was ready to train them again the next day, <laughs> the next yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> it would get worse as the week went on. Oh, usually, yeah. But haven't you guys heard that now? Like on these TikTok experts, I heard that one. I'm... You haven't I'm heard, heard that? that one. Yeah. No. If you try... You know, it's That's funny. It, I, I got to tell you, though, there, there might be a little bit of truth to it, because I remember John. I remember John telling me that you got to dig a hole for yourself, but not dig a hole so deep that you can't get out of it. Yeah. So like over and over. So Ooh. sometimes sometimes being too sore for too long might be an issue. So I don't I don't necessarily totally disagree with it, but most most of I us mean, bodybuilders don't think that I way. would I'm agree with it. it. Uh, sorry for interruption, but I would agree with it when you train your legs like twice a week. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's all I was going to say. Just yeah, once a week so I can go yeah. all in and then you have the whole week to recover. If it would yeah. be my my weak body part and I train it with more frequency, I definitely would, wouldn't yeah. like go all out with, I don't know, thousands of sets in yeah. like one, one session. I would split it up more. Samson, Samson what were you going to say about that? I was going to say, yeah, it's pretty much like that. If you're training, because most of us train like one muscle once a week, right? Right. So by the end of that week, you go into the next one where you have to run to do it again. It should be already healed. You shouldn't train it when you're already still sore. Right, I right, right. Um, Urs, if you are going to train legs twice a week, because this was always my thought on it, if I was going to train legs twice a week, one day would be a heavy day and one day would be more of a pump day. Or more of a quad day, more of a ham day. Well, there's that way too, but but I'm saying like, let's say you were going to train quads twice. I don't think I would like squat heavy and hack squat heavy and all that both days. I think one day would yeah. be maybe leg press, leg extensions. The other day would be squat, hack squat, dominant. Like mm -hmm. I would kind of mix things up a little bit. I would, I, mean, do, it. I would uh, do it like all set. I would focus more on one hamstring yeah. day and one, one quad day. Yeah. Makes more sense because yeah. you're... Your muscle don't feel if it, 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 he can't feel it's a, a pump or it's like a heavy set. It's a stimulus on your muscle. So uh, I don't see a point of going like one one time up to 50 reps or something. And the other time, just four to six super heavy yeah, um, yeah, yeah. reps. So we, uh, we used to do a quad day and a hamstring day. But at the end of each day, we would do one hamstring exercise on a quad day. Yeah. Do one quad exercise on the hamstring day just to keep, mm -hmm. just to keep the legs that's, full. Yeah, that's how I did it in the past. Yeah, where I trained legs twice a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Months. So, Samson, how are you, man? How's everything going? I'm good, man. I'm good. Everything's going well. You're looking ready to ready to travel. You're leaving tomorrow or the day after? 
Um, day, next day after, so Friday, Friday, Friday night, head into the airport and flight first thing on Saturday morning. Yeah, are you excited or what? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, honestly, to be fair, man, I'm excited to get it over and done with because I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm tired of prepping, man. I want to get off and well, relax and just. You only had how long did you have off after the Olympia? Like six weeks? Four weeks. Four, four weeks. weeks. Four weeks. That's how I prep. That's how I play a boxing day. That's yeah. the, that was one week, brother. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, the, the week after your your like yeah. rest, I was at your place. We were there. We were back. We were back to training. Yeah. So it was like it wasn't even like a time off. It was just like okay, one week was one week for you. <laughs> well, yeah. in the last in the last year and a half or so, Samson, what's the longest break you've had? Oh yeah, um, probably the one I have through the like through the summer and stuff because I always have like from the Arnold all the way to the Olympia or something like that. I've had that for the last two years. Yeah, but so, you got to remember, you got to remember too, Samson, because Paul he had. The Arnold all the way to the Olympia was a break, right? Mm, yeah. But he had like he traveled for us like three or four times, and then he traveled oh, for him. He traveled for himself like three or four times. So he was yeah. like, there wasn't really a break. Like he was traveling. It wasn't like, really a break. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just you. And so that guys, that guys is the argument, and it fucks all those guys which say. You need a proper off season. You need like <laughs> at least one year to Im improve. When uh, you look at Samson, he had like not even a real off season, and he improved crazy. And that what's every old school guy also is telling me. I was at the podcast with with Dennis James and Milos and all those guys yesterday, and I talked to Marcus Rule, and he said like, "What the fuck? It was normal to to do competition, yeah, yeah, twice a yeah. year." Like, yeah, yeah. And now yeah. they say, ah, I need my three years. Come on. <laughs> Guys, I, I, but, I, but I have a, but I have a couple. Of, I, okay, I have a few questions about this. Some of them are going to be touchy. Some of them are not. But I'm going to say them anyway, just because we got to be honest on the show. Okay, first yeah. of all, I think, and I don't know for sure. I'm, this is more of a question than a statement. But I think, I think contracts and prize money, definitely. But contracts and prize money together are bigger than they used to be. So I think yeah. there's more pressure to perform and increase your stock. So if somebody says, if somebody thinks, okay, hey, if I sit out and I do the Olympia and I place, you know, top six, it's better than if I do like five shows and place top 10. Because if I'm in top six, that elevates my negotiating power. I get more prize money. So like, I think some guys are like, they're only competing a couple of times because it's more advantageous to them career-wise. Strategic. Well, I argue argument with that. Boy, is it really though? You I don't know. That's, what, I, that's more, what I'm asking. In terms of because right now it's not done. It's not done of your show. I mean, as much as it, it's not all about your show placing. Great. It's right. about being out there and being active a true. lot more. That's true. And there's nothing more being active than when you're actually competing a lot more. You might not be. Yeah, you might not be placing top five, top six in the Olympia or anything. But if every show you do. You get a lot more interest, a lot more views, a lot more people are paying attention to you, regardless of. So, in terms of building up your platform, you're being right. seen a lot more, right? And taking so me, a year off, be almost like forgotten. I'm like, oh yeah, where is he? When is he coming back? You know. So let me ask you this, Samson: Do you think the guy, let's say a guy places like he does, like he does like four shows in the beginning of the year, and yeah. like kind of all through the summer, and then does the Olympia? In those four shows, he takes like top three. Maybe doesn't win, but he's top three at all four shows. Yeah. And then at the Olympia, he's maybe between somewhere between six and ten. Yeah. 
And let's say he's also sprinkled in like two or three guest posings. So all year long, you're kind of seeing him compete. You see him guest pose. Do you think that guy's stock ends up being higher than the guy who did two shows but placed in the top six? 100%. Because it's not, because this is what I'm saying. Think about it, your company. Yeah. The more the person is visible, the more he's out there, the more he's being seen and being spoken about from show to show to show. Right. It's a lot more valuable than him just coming out one show a year and then he does well and now I'm great. And then you by two months later, you're almost not in a subject because you're in your break and they talk about other shows and other things now. Right. And then you have to go wait one, one whole 12 months before he's, right. oh yeah, you're back again. Right. right you know, right. so I think being active and even in terms of career wise, you're doing a lot more with your career being more active than saying, yeah. You know, I'm only gonna do this because I was just I'm waiting for this big come out and be like, oh, right, I blow right. everyone away and then everything's great. Right, it doesn't right, work right. like that. Let me yeah, okay, yeah. let me ask you this. Okay, so you you convinced me on that one. You convinced me on the on the financial side of things. I I think I can agree with you. Let's take this example though. What if you remove financial gain yeah. and you have just you're solely building on career and passion? So like your yeah. ultimate your ultimate goal is to win is to win the Olympia. You don't give a fuck. Yeah about money you don't give a fuck about fans you're like my ultimate goal is to win the olympia that's the whole purpose of my career yeah what about that guy does it make more it's, sense to sit down is, it, it, to a point to a point because the thing is why i've noticed with no offense but with guys that take they'll say oh i'm taking a year off yeah i'm taking this one i'm only want to focus on building whatever improving whatever yeah when you have the knowledge that you're having that much time off you're more lazier yeah, you don't. You're not. You're not as focused. Let's be fair. We see that you guys are having that. a long off season. Yeah, yeah. they be like, well, you know, I don't. Need, I don't feel like training today. Oh, I'll just have. I'll go tomorrow instead. Well, mm-hmm. I don't feel. Oh, I'm tired of eating the same food. I'll take some time off. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. when you know there's a target in every certain month, yeah, you're a lot more focused. You're a lot more driven. Your your physique becomes a lot more prior in terms of trying to get there. Yeah. Well, that's I why I'm feeling it. the whole idea of. I mean, no offense, but if you take it a moral idea, many of them guys that take a year off, mm. how important they always come back. Yeah, you well, look and go, wow, they change everything. Or do you look and go, I see a little bit of improvement. It's a little bit better, yeah. Well, yeah. I was going to say one of the things that uh, I don't think you did mention was, I think. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. One of the uh, aspects of taking an entire year off that many people don't talk about is the pressure that comes with it. Yeah. Because if you took, yeah. if you, if you tell everybody, you announce, hey, I'm taking a year and a half off or a year off. Then everybody expects that wow moment when you showed yeah. up. Yeah. And you if, show back up. Yeah. And if you get ready for a show and you're like, if you don't see the wow moment yourself, it's probably fucking with your head the whole time you're prepping because you're, you're like, because yeah. you're like, I gotta, I'm gonna step out there and no one's gonna see yeah. anything different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even in terms of like being on stage, because people don't, people underestimate the idea of what a year off does to you when you go out and go back on stage after that. You don't like when you're on stage more frequently, you become more comfortable, you become more confident, right. you got you know yourself being on stage, you know how to hit mm-hmm. pose the whole pose, do all that. Right. When you take a year off and you're about to go back on stage, believe me, the trauma and the anxiety that happens after you because you've taken that much time off. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's insane. It's yeah, you almost feel like a newbie walking out again. And it's almost 
that whole trauma, it really, you know, it rocks a lot of guys after taking time off. Okay, what about, okay, I'll give you that aspect too. There's some there's some pluses and minuses. In the routine, I mean, we all know when you have the tunnel of your prep, every workout is like 100%, every meal is on point, every posing session is there, every cardio session you do, it's... And we all know off-season can get sloppy also at this level. And then they say like, yeah, okay, like Samson said, um, I'm not going to the gym today, maybe a little bit later. And then yeah. you skew around and time is flying, eh? time is yeah. flying. I mean, yeah. you have just a certain time window and then it's it's over. I will say to you guys, though, there are some exceptions to that rule. Like if you look at like Dorian Yates, yeah, if you look at, at, at honestly, I think Nick is in that category. Uh, mm. If you look at yeah. like, uh, if you look at Ian, there's some guys I can think of off the top of my head that are so structured that yeah. they can take like that whole year off and they're not wavering. Their workouts are still the same. Their eating is the same. Yeah. They're like, they're just like robotic that way. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, I, but those are the exceptions, not the rule. You're, you're yeah. is I think, the progress the same. That's my question. I have. Well, that's, that's the other the thing, thing that has to be taken into account. Mindset is different. Everybody has a different mindset on prep. It's it's, it's training I mean, harder. Well, what about physio? What about yeah. physio What about physiologically also? Because there is something to be said for dieting down and then the rebound. Right. Yeah. So how yeah. much how much are you gaining? Are you gaining more if you diet and rebound versus if you yeah. just stay off season the whole just time? Yeah. 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 And I mean, the what, best period after your competitions, your in insulin sensitivity is super high, you're super hungry, you get a good rebound in your training sessions. I mean, you go on tier three and you're still like progressing with strength and it's crazy. So or is he, or we, is all, he, we all expired it. <laughs> or as you've never gone on TRT, you're like... You're, probably, you're maxed out all the time. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> Okay. Okay. What about, um, okay. This is, this is a touchy one. What about genetics? Oh, that's okay. a huge. Because, I, and I, Samson, I know, you know, you know, I know you don't love this because I, I feel like you think it, it takes something away from you, but it, I know it doesn't, it's yeah. a comp, it's a compliment. So I would say, and or is you're the same. My, I wonder, and this is more, again, a question, not a statement. Some, if your genetics can allow for a missed meal here or there, or mm. maybe traveling and your things aren't perfect, right? Can some guys get away with that and other guys can't, or is that an excuse? I think um, it's, it's not genetic. I think it's the, the mindset you have and the guys which have a crazy anxiety. We yeah. all know a guy, That's they true. can't leave their home. They're like, last call out at an amateur show but they're like more professional than than i am i mean yeah yeah i was at samson's place and he also i was at william bonek's place as well and he was like an older competitor and he was so relaxed and calm and this comes with like your mindset over the years and he said like we went to a restaurant, China buffet, and I took like rice and some some grilled chicken and some vegetables. He was like taking the <laughs> onion rings. And, <laughs> and I was like, is that is that all good with your diet and stuff? And he's like, right now, fuck the diet. It's time to, to, to come down and relax. <laughs> it's like, 
Goss and and you know what that reminded me of when I was what you know what that reminded me of when I was younger. I was getting ready for the Dallas Europa in like 2008. And I, and I remember I was at the airport with uh, Tony Freeman. And I think, I don't remember if Dennis James was there, but I remember me and Tony were talking about his diet. And I don't even know how it came up, but we were talking about making omelets or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I make my omelet with like broccoli or whatever. And he's like, well, I chop up onions. And I'm like, you can't use onions. And he goes, why? I go, onions have sugar. And he goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? He goes, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> But you're, but you know what's funny? I never even, or I never even considered that aspect of the travel, because mm. like me, like me and James have talked about this before. That like, you're married to your kitchen. Like you're you're stuck. Like you have to be home. You have to be at your kitchen. You have to be at your gym, or else you have like Paul knows. I get anxious every time I have to leave the fucking house. Yeah, yeah. So so maybe maybe that's it more than genetics maybe you're right i never but it's easier i think it's easier now than ever though meal prep companies all over the place yeah you know you can travel and call ahead to a company to make sure that their meals i know it's not the same like you still want to you know no 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 your own food i was gonna say you're right you're right but i still took all my food but it's still it's still fucked with my head yeah yeah Yeah. i just i know like the part that you say about genetics like you saying genetics i know that even with me i know my genetics will allow me to have that bit of break yeah. like when i travel right i'll be like okay i can push a few meals later i could miss a meal you know right. i could miss a training session i know my genetic will compensate for that right but even though i know that i always know that when i when i'm on travel i don't progress nowhere near as fast as when i'm at home right of course so yeah of course. that's one reason why we're like okay we'll, we'll say okay right we know we put the certain amount of travel you can do and go okay right you can get away with this for this period but then right. the minute summer starts where okay it's time to lock in yeah i have to stay at home because yeah. I, even though I don't lose much in those travel, I don't gain anywhere as much as I do when I sit at home. Okay. So, and I know that the reason, if because of genetics, I could get away with that traveling those parts because I like, okay, in those stressful, stressful situations traveling, mm. there's a bit of a more flexibility with me. But I know that for me to really progress, I have to be at home. I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Just jump in classic physique and then you don't need an off season. Anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have to cut off, you have to cut off, you have to cut off, you have to cut, you have to cut off both of Samson's legs from you. Yeah, maybe, maybe an arm too. <laughs> and an arm as well. Yeah, yeah. Hey, do you think when it, when it comes to frequency of uh, competing, you think some guys are able to pull it off better than others? Like, I, like getting yeah. down to low body fat, I think, takes its toll on certain guys harder than others. Yeah. Yeah. That's, but, that's a, well, that was the other aspect I was going to ask you guys is what about not just the looks, but what about health? Like, oh, man, yeah. you know, a lot of guys, and I don't think this is, I don't want to say this is a lot of guys, but there are some guys out there that are like, I don't want to compete too often because, you know, I need to, I need to give my body a rest. But right? honestly, I need to tell the whole community here, my blood work was way better when I stayed with my weight in, in, in range, you know, and didn't like go all in with the junk food and everything and my yeah. blood pressure blown up. And then it's like a death circle and you get it into. And I mean, the healthiest thing is to, to like keep your weight in and uh, yeah. don't get the swollen ankles and blow up with. Well, uh, because you and you and Samson are fat kids, just like I am. <laughs> what was it like it was like two off two it was like two off seasons ago or, or was i like I, I, I couldn't i couldn't even recognize you i'm like who the fuck is really? that guy? <laughs> i never seen her as fat oh yeah, Watch, well, yeah. Well, well, i'm gonna show you i gotta oh, see yeah. this <laughs> that's why i compete so much 
Urs, 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 you know, to keep Paul, myself, it blows Paul, out. Paul, you and Urs are both cookie brothers. So you love cookies. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Urs about to, about to share a pack at the Arnold's. Yeah, I need Here, to bring some after the show. Okay, I'm just going to preface this with his body's not fat, but his face looks totally his different. <laughs> <laughs> and the okay. good old water okay. buffalo. Look at his face. That's not even Urs. Oh, wow. Oh, no, no, no. Jeez. <laughs> I have a way better face. Okay, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Okay. <laughs> 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 I call him. <laughs> yeah, I, when I saw that, I was so happy. I'm like, motherfucker's eating. He knows what he's he doing. He's hey, lean, everybody though. needs to show uh, his peak off-season face pics now. Let me see. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, after a huge Polish uh, traditional dish I had in the evening, and next time, next day, I had a water buffalo balloon head. Just crazy. So, what are you? Uh, so, okay. Okay, before we leave the competing a lot thing, um, I want to ask one more question because I've asked I've asked Milos this, and I think it's hard to it's hard to look back at your career and admit if you have any regrets, or maybe even be able to see that things could have been different. Because I've asked Milos about competing because Milos competed so often, and I was like, "Hey, Milos, do you think maybe if you competed less, you would have been bigger? You know, put on more size." Maybe you would have done better or whatever. And he says, no, I take him at his word, right? But the question is for you guys both. Let's say 10 years from now when you're done competing and you're looking back at your career. Let's knock on wood, God forbid, let's say you never win an Olympia. Hmm. Is there anything, any moment in time where you look back and go, maybe if I didn't travel so much, I would have won an Olympia. Like is that is that possibility ever enter your mind? I don't think so. So you're because you're do, you're doing your career the way you want to. So you're like, yeah, yeah. Because it's almost that thing where you feel like you know what, regardless of you know whether you win one or not, when you want to look back, you want to start. Okay, it'll be it will it will feel worse if I only took I took a year off now like all the time and then I do Olympia and it's like okay, second place, Olympia, top five, it's Olympia. Yeah, and you yeah. keep taking a year off and give them that. I think I would hate my career if it was like based off that. I see. And yeah. if I did, yeah. if I did loads of shows and I go, okay, I look back and I, there's this variation of different shows I did. Right, right, right. So it's not yeah. worth, so basically what you're saying is it's not worth the risk of not going and yeah. then, and then still not winning, like not competing and then yeah. still not yeah. winning. You're like, well, I, mean, I just, still not winning. I just I, wasted, I, I did, I tried, wasted a yeah. year of my life. Guys, yeah. guys I, I love bodybuilding, you know, all this, yeah. this aspects, all those people I'm getting, yep. I mean, Paul, uh, he's the cookie brother. So, I mean, without competing, <laughs> if I would compete once a year at the Olympia and I would get this experience, you know, sitting there and at oh. IHOP in the middle of the night eating. Yeah. With some yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all love the same passion. And that's, I mean, 10 years from now, I want to have like thousands of pictures in, in my yep. head and, and right. at the wall. And, I will, and I, I will say, you know. I, I, you guys are you guys are one hundred percent about that. Uh, right about that. When you look back, like Milos has so many throwback photos. He can post like <laughs> he's keeps, he keeps he keeps he keeps posting throwbacks. I'm like, how many fucking? There's like a million a million shows, right? Yeah, that's like, a joint experience. 
So I guess if you look at it that way, and you know, as a as a fan too, you know, that's what fans want. They want they want to see the best guys out there competing. They don't want them to compete once or twice. It's a sport, you know. So my only my only uh, my only hesitation to any athlete that competes a lot is just health. It's just health. If you're if you're ignoring uh, if you're ignoring blood work, if you're ignoring like bad health markers, then I think you've gone too far. But if all those things are in check, also I want to. Say this also the mind health. Be also yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. not only blood work and uh, Samson and I talked a lot about yeah. it. Yeah. Not always yeah. just blood and just what going on with your with your intestines and stuff. It's just your brain. Sometimes yeah. it's it's better to say, yeah. Hey, I can't do this. Be a man. Also, a real man can say, I can't do this, and it's too much right now. And then you always need to decide what's the best for yourself and um yeah when you have but, problems with your mindset and with your with your whole life beside bodybuilding and you're like no i need to do this and this then you ruin all of that so what if or is what if the what if those two things conflict like i'll give you an example like what if what if when you're prepping you're like and i'm using myself as an example what if when you're prepping you're a fucking anxious mess and your mm-hmm. mental health is not great because you're so anxious or hyper-focused on the show that you're like, it's really like an anxiety-ridden experience for you. You love it, but it's still anxiety-ridden. What if that's the case, but you love competing? So what if your mental health is competing with your physical passion? Now what do you do? I'm, some some kind of, it's, it's not on every prep, it's like this. It's it's always a roller coaster. We all experienced yeah. it yeah. because you, you bring your body fat down to like nothing. Yeah, and you—that's the only sport where you like be weaker and weaker and get more training output. So yeah, I mean that's just crazy. So it's normal that it's that's a fight because when after every of those preps and fights, you like look back and say like, wow, another roller coaster. Like with your with your whole family, with your with your girlfriend, with. Everything with the training, with your own uh, yourself and your mindset. Um, so, I think that's some kind of normal in in, yeah. in a crazy yeah, way. Yeah. But we all crazy um, when we are in the sport. And um, yeah, you not you just need to look. Okay, it is good to a certain point, but maybe when you have someone close to you and he says or she says like, right now it's over the top. It's yeah too hard okay. and it's you're destroying yourself then you need to think twice about it but this this generation especially of mine they're just getting so much genera- pussification of a genera- generation they, they say <laughs> and it's true you know and when there are guys telling me like in my age how a bit younger oh i'm a 10 percent body fat but i'm starving it's so hard uh-huh. now and I need to go down and it's so hard. Then it's like, yeah, it's normal. I mean, it's not easy to get in it's this supposed kind to be, of... It's supposed to be. Right. Right. Yeah. It's supposed yeah, to it's hurt. Supposed yeah. to be yeah. Yeah. Is, but there is no magic pill, no magic formula. It's just suffering and hard work. And you need to love this work to like achieve this. And um, it's always in battle and it's no easy way. So um, that's what I wanted to add to this whole topic because you can't say like, oh... I'm not. I, I woke up three times this night. It's too much for my my brain. I can't handle it. <laughs> chill, bro. Chill. 
not worth it. Hey, uh, <laughs> words nowadays, words nowadays like anxiety, <laughs> depression. I hear it everywhere, and every everyone throws it around. If I would say it to my grandma, like I'm, I have a depression, she would say like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Chewing. <laughs> listen. So okay, wait. So so listen. Post show. Speaking of mental health. We all know the ride, like as you're prepping, you're, you're focused, you're busy, you're like laser, like your mind is on the show. You get to the show as a climax and then it's over. Yeah. Do you guys, because you compete more often, is that, is that emotional roller coaster less for you because yeah. you compete more often? Like, do you, is there, a, is there, a, is there an emotional dump after the yeah. show? Always, always, always. Yeah. Yeah. I think you always i mean I don't tell don't tell it, don't tell it words he'll say you're fucking faking it <laughs> you're you're saying soft because it could be weird right because i always notice this thing after a big show and everything else you almost have like a week after you're freaking awesome you feel like great you feel like the best yeah. you've ever felt in your life yeah and then like two weeks later there's almost like this emotional crash yeah 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 like you just feel like you feel low for no reason whatsoever you just feel low you're like why the hell do i feel so shit for like what like, yeah. why do I feel like if the climax has just come down now? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, and it yeah. sucks. But then I always I find this thing where that's the week I always got to make sure I do something. I got to go where yeah. I got to make sure I'm doing something yeah. to keep me busy. Mm. Can, I, can I ask you guys this? So tell me if this sounds accurate at all. You're laser focused on the show. You get to the show. There's the, the whole production of it. Your posing routine, whatever. After the show, you've done well. You're getting pat on the back, or maybe you're not getting pat on the back, but there's still a lot of attention on you. And you're eating again. Maybe you're visiting friends you haven't seen in a while. And then the week after that, everybody's kind of moved on online. You visited all the friends you haven't seen. And now you're back to like normal life. You're like, oh, mm -hmm. is that uh, why? Um, is, yeah. is that why it's like a week or two later where you're like hit that dump? Yeah, I, think, I think so. I think I always, so. I think so. Sorry for interrupting you, but I need right. to say this. I always thought like, yeah, that's now on whole, but just think about, hey, after this week, nobody wants something from me. The media slows down, everything slows yeah. down. Yeah. And enjoy it. Yeah. My yeah. Mother, I never understood, like, my mom always, when I came from partying and next morning, seven o'clock, she was sitting outside. I'm from a small village in Germany where we uh, a big like landscape and stuff and she's sitting there with with like her uh, what is it called like rope thing. a rope yeah and with her coffee in her hand she was just looking outside and looking into the nature and i was like mom what are you doing there never understood it until i had so much attention going on with the media and social media and all this stuff and right now I just take a walk with my girlfriend and I'm like, yeah, I can look at my phone, not hundreds of mails. Yep, just yep. I can call my dad and my mom. It's just easy. Nobody wants something. So yeah. look look at this like it's it's something life gives you to like slow down, rethink about yourself, rethink about what you accomplished because A, it, it was my third Olympia and for me it was like, it was like yesterday qualifying for it, you know, or qualifying for the pro card. And so you I, need to reflect for yourself. I think that's people, hard for, I think that's hard for fine. some people. Oh. Sorry. 
sorry, I think that's hard for some people though, because a lot of people finish a show and they may take a couple days, but then they're immediately like, what's next? Onto the next. Yeah. And, and their brain, their brain is already like turning, like what do I I have? So they're not able, I I think what you're saying is, is right. Or is like, it's probably a good idea to like be able to decompress and like enjoy life. But I just Mm -hmm. think most of us are wired in such a way that it's like, okay. Yeah, but that's, that's also, I mean, that's the best thing, but we, we talked about this, this athletes going into a hole. Yeah. So if you're like, wow, what's next? I'm motivated. I want to progress. Then you're not in a hole in my understanding. Then you don't have this kind of stuff, but when it's affecting you, that it's not so much trouble around you anymore. And that's the problem. That's a different, different thing. I think every one of us is like, okay, what's next? But, um, yeah. Go ahead, Samson. No, well, I always, always have, always have to have a plan post show. I think that's one thing where you're so focused on the show, you don't actually plan anything afterwards. Yeah, you almost just you're you're so laser focused. Nothing after the show exists. Right, right. And I think this is what sort of gets gets people in that sort of state where the show finishes. Yeah, and you get yeah. the hype after the show, and then that dies, and you're just kind of like, okay, what do I do now? What now? Yeah, yeah. and then that is where that's where it sort of hits in. So. I know for a fact that me, I always say, okay, right, right after the show, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do, and I always plan things to do literally the weeks after. So yeah. you're almost like, as soon as the show is done and you kind of calm down, you look forward to that calm down period because like, right. okay, now that I've been calmed down, my next plan is to do, go here, go have some fun, go do, go, go away, go out with your family, go do some things. Right. And because right, you know, right. that's coming. That whole, what next part of it becomes, is already answered. You're like, okay, I know what's next now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. It happens in everyday life. It happens in everyday life too. Like now, like, you know, I haven't competed in a lot of years, but you know, I'll get excited about a big show we're promoting for that or a big show I'm judging or something like that. But afterwards I do get a little bit of a emotional dump afterwards, but it's okay. You know, I think it's okay to feel that. When we do the Detroit pro, I mean, Jay and Ronnie are coming back. Right. Chris Bumstead's going to be doing the open. It's the ultimate mega. It's a mega show. It's a- hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mega show for everybody. You know, like Mm -hmm. I think Lee Haney's doing commentary. (laughs) <laughs> right. yeah. and then, yeah. Arnold, Arnold might make an appearance, and then and then <laughs> the day after, we're gonna all of the superstars are gonna be gone, and then we're yeah. not gonna have. I'm gonna, gonna... And I'm gonna be depressed for, for a day or two. <laughs> but, uh, calling, but I think mom's calling me crying. <laughs> I don't know what I'm to do. Yeah, I'll bury myself in cookies. Um, um, but I think, but I think successful people they always got like it's always on to the next. You know, yes. like there's always something next. But you yeah. can still, but. Or don't call me a bitch. <laughs> call me bitcher. You can still <laughs> you can still have you could still have a plan. Like, listen, after I did a show, I would usually have like one day off and then I'd be like, let's go to the gym. Even if my coach sometimes would be like, look, you need four or five days off. That's I'd be cool. like, I'd be like, I want to go to the gym. But even if you have the next plan for the next show and you're going to the gym, you could still feel emotionally low while yeah. you're while you're training. It doesn't mean that. Just because you've gone to the gym, that everything's fucking euphoric. Right. You can still have an emotional Pussy. dump. If... <laughs> Pussy. 
friend. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Urse. <laughs> I feel so I feel so bad for your girlfriend. You're probably like, she's like, Urs, I feel sad. Hold me. You're like, fuck you. Go fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Get over it. it up. <laughs> no, um, um, emoji. There was an, a, a, little, a little bear, and that was like an ice cube around him. Yeah. And then like princess, uh, like at the at the ice cube watching at the bear. And she always sends me it because I'm like so cold hearted. She yeah, said like yeah. <laughs> um okay. But I I guess you know, just to finish this up, me and no, um, me You're and right. uh, me and Samson were driving to a photo shoot the day after the Olympia. And I yeah. think this is this is kind of what Samson and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is kind of what yeah. you mean when you say you have to plan things like going on vacation with your wife or like yeah. Just going to wherever you decide. Like the day after the Olympia, Samson was feeling kind of, you know, not yep. not not happy as hell about his placing. He, he he wanted to do better, obviously. So anyway, we got out of the bubble. Like yeah, one of did. the th- one of the ways we described it was that like when you're a bodybuilder, you're in a bubble, and all that matters is bodybuilding. But the day after the Olympia, we got in a fucking car. We went for a rip in this like <laughs> beautiful fucking supercar. And we were both Ooh. laughing, laughing like little kids. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and it takes you out of that bubble. You're like, oh wait, there's yeah. like, there's real life here. Well, it's not, well, it's not, yeah. yeah, yeah. You re- you remember like like a reality check. It's not were... that it's not that bad, you know. Yeah, and I think this is what it is like because you're so laser focused for yeah. something and everything else, and you just once it's done, even if you get a result, you don't get a result. You won't. You almost do. You forget that you're still in that bubble, and you almost right. have to kind of step out of it and then look back and go, oh, actually, yeah, actually, there is yeah. life outside. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. though when you're probably you're that close to a big show, you're literally close off to the world. Well, you think you know, it's you a, you, you, that guys is a big fact why I love my girlfriend so much because she's not in this bubble and she yeah. understands what I'm doing, you know. I would like I can't go with an athlete, another athlete. <laughs> you need to be able to you need to be able to step oh. out of it. Yeah. I mean, imagine you finish prep and she's gonna kick off her prep and yeah. it's going oh. back and forth. I never could do it. So I'm so thankful about she always pulls me out this bubble and says, like, yeah, we go on a fucking rave or something. And I'm like, <laughs> huh? and then I'm I'm staying there, okay. Uh, yeah i need to okay i need to dance okay ah okay that's how life is working okay (laughs) and then like 10 minutes i'm like shocked okay what's going on and then i'm okay but i think it but like paul said it's kind of like this in every every industry if you if you really care about something right like i could Mm. i could have a horrible day at work with hostile and feel like fuck life is over and then me and Paul will hit the gym. We'll have a few laughs or we go wherever. And then like, you're like, oh, you know what? Life's not that bad. And it's yeah, like, and then, it's the same thing I said, to, I said to Samson. I'm like, I think we were driving, Samson. I said to you, yeah. I think I'm like, I think I said something like four years ago, you were doing construction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it kind of um, like. It was like it reality kinda, dump. But in perspective. Yeah. yeah it kind of wakes, yeah, really wakes you up. Wake yeah, you you're, up. Like, you're, like, like, you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, but Urs, yeah. Urs uh, what do you. You were third at this year's Olympia, right? Yeah. What do you, what did you feel? I didn't get to talk to you after Olympia. What did you feel after the show? Was there, were you excited to be, because you were, is third the same place you placed last year? Like the year uh, before? Yeah. So you're, yeah. you're third again. Was that a disappointment Paul, for you? Or you like... I was, I was happy with the progress I did for, for my physique and myself, but I was like, 
I would love to have this this uh, comparison together with Ramon and Chris mm-hmm. because I thought like okay, I just want to see myself next to him. Yeah. And then they just did the double one. Um, that was the only thing I was like, but from this I learned like oh, oh I said to myself like okay wait for the Arnolds then I'm gonna definitely gonna get my my like pose down right and uh yeah that makes me out of made me more excited of this this upcoming Arnolds and then um yeah I want to so, battle it want to battle it I don't want to keep you guys too long because I told you both that you're you know obviously you're a week a week out or whatever so I just want to ask you a few questions about the Arnold before we move on so Urs you have you obviously get to get a get a second chance against Ramon but you also have Almost, I don't want to say a a new Wesley Vissers, but he seems to like have really figured out his body. Like he comes in, his conditioning's crazy, so he seems awesome. And then you have Michael DeBool, who's there as well. And then the most recent pitchers of Breon actually look really good as well. So, mm-hmm. how do you feel about like can you overtake Ramon? Are the other guys a challenge for you? Like, what is your mindset going in? Oh, my mindset is pretty pretty easy don't say listen to me don't say i love everybody and no i don't, I don't give, me the, give me the give me the give me the give me the word give me the word what i wanted to say but i said like i i shut the phone off because i can post like a video looking super fucking crazy and people don't even know what's my weight and blah 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 and i just want to go there and show everybody what I'm capable of. And on that day, there on that special time at 12.30, pre-judging on that stage, that's where we need to shine. And I think everybody is beatable, like on a certain day. We saw it oftentimes in bodybuilding, and I yeah. think everything is possible. So um, I'm super excited, and I just can say I did my homework um i never suffered so hard that's why i'm a bit like aggressive in my tone and not no, i this. like it i like it yeah. <laughs> yeah, because all people pussies and everything yeah. this time yeah this time is it's more in it i it was the the fucking hardest prep but um yeah i made every every day count and um with this like kick and and boost of my my also my um what is it fucking called? I need some carbs. <laughs> My <laughs> You're what? Ah, oh, come on, say it. I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Move on. Just Yeah, it doesn't matter. Your prep I'm just... your, your your prep has gone well anyway. You've nailed everything all the way through. Not all the way. That's that's the point. My prep was different this time. It was hard. I had like many ups and downs but um what i like what i learned from it is just a win by its own and i definitely uh i'm so so fucking so happy about it that it's going down next week <laughs> what do you uh what do you what's the first thing you eat after the show confidence was the word i was looking for ah, uh, your confidence is all my confidence is crazy i mean yeah. not like in a bad way it's just yeah. like i i love the sport more than ever before i got like the fire 
100 110% back again like rocky did you know yeah. i know okay no distractions anymore i'm a professional athlete and that's why why i'm there where i am and not all this other bullshit um what comes into like your way when you're going through the top um so yeah now i'm definitely locked in and i'm i'm fucking ready to do bodybuilding are you What's... doing uh, uk tours yep okay what's what's uh since you're a food guy what's the first thing you think about eating after is there anything on your mind Ranch? bro when i go on instagram drink, drink, on this, drink. <laughs> when i go on the loop on this loop thing on instagram <laughs> where you can search all the stuff see how this look i need to i need to show it everywhere when you click on it like oh okay he got pies cinnamon rolls like pancakes why you 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 torture you torture yourself with that shit your old prep oh i love it i look at it all (laughs) dude i did i did that to myself i did that to myself one year it was my worst prep of my life used to watch talk shows i love it i don't know why the people can comment down below which kind of guy they are there is this guy eric the electric he eats like Two hundred thousand calories in six days. I don't know how he does it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you showed me that guy. Yeah. And I, I watch him all the time, and I watch all this. <laughs> like, it's crazy. But then once prep is over, I'm done with it, and then my algorithm changes slowly but surely again. <laughs> right now, right now, guys, I'm totally into those buffet videos. Because I know I'm going for vacation with my girlfriend, and then I look at some hotel buffets, and they're like, oh, <laughs> the, there is a spiral buffet, it's called in Manila, yeah. in the Philippines. Yeah. And they, they have like a own own like cheese room, and they have like uh, 13, 13 or 21 different countries and style of eating. And I already booked flights. <laughs> you're, going to, you're going to Manila? Is that where you're going? going We got that in the US too. It's called the Sizzlers. Oh, yeah. Remember the Sizzlers? They'd have like a section for Mexican, Italian, whatever. Hey, um, what, uh, fuck, what was I going to say? What kind of food I want to eat? No, that wasn't what I was going to say. I was going to say something actually important. Anyway, we'll go back to it. Samson. More important than food. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Samson, you, uh, you got, you got, the challenge of a lifetime, but also the opportunity of a lifetime. Yep, yep, yep. Is the now I just want to show somebody, I just want to show people this because I gotta tell you, you know, one of the things that's a common uh theory amongst bodybuilders is that the more often you compete, the more you can learn your conditioning and mm-hmm. your conditioning becomes better and better and better. And I gotta tell you, in Samson's case, it seems to be from this update very true. I've never yeah. seen I've never seen your skin look this thin, Samson. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons we said like we wanted to do them post Olympia shows. It wasn't just for one thing because we knew that it gives us more opportunity to not only compete, but to learn how to sort of peak my body for it. Yeah. And some nutrition. So yeah, man, it definitely helped out a lot this prep. We have to do those two shows and everything else. And you do something to start to see your body change because of it. Because you just stay a longer time in condition. You know, so, so you're change from it there's a couple couple main differences i've seen in your physique samson you can tell me if if you mm-hmm. agree or disagree or if you see something else yeah. your shoulders are far more round yeah. your, ar- your yeah, arms are bigger 
your arms look a little rest. bigger and then in this yeah. like i said in this most recent one your skin looks thinner skin. yeah so through, through the chest and that particularly i could what i can see just just everywhere though like the skin texture everywhere. the skin texture looks different yeah. um but i want to ask you do you have that same skin texture from the back yeah okay okay this well, is going to be because yeah. this is like to Remember. me is the final piece of the yeah. puzzle like this is crazy because this one thing this one thing like i mean you saw i posted standing back show at one point a few weeks ago but basically we when we did our condition we, i don't even bother looking at my front because i know that most of the time my front is going to get in condition way before my back does this is so wild. when we talk, go this through is... to orbit we always look to the back first it's like okay most of the time we judge my condition is okay how do your back look how does that that is where your main judging point is if you know like i said the only as good as your weakest part yeah. So we focus all our attention in that part in there. We know as long as you can get that in, everything else goes with it. So you just focus on that. When that's where what's attention going to be on you. That's a, that's what people are be looking yeah. for to see how your yeah. back is. Hope how hard your back yeah. is. When exactly. I saw this, when I saw this photo, I was fucking blown away. But Jeez, those Samson, Samson, I got to tell you something though, and this is yeah. a little bit of retired man advice. Yeah. These fucking photos that you post are incredible, right? Yeah. Like, like this. This is incredible. Mm -hmm. I have photo. Well, I have photos like this. They don't. I don't look this good. But I mean, I have photos posing. Yeah. I hate that I left my shorts on because I can't. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Right. This is the thing because I get a lot of people say, "Oh, tearaways." You, you have no idea because I mean, remember, I'm not in a posing room. I'm in the middle of the uh, gym. Oh, oh that's okay. right. Yeah. You know? Oh, okay, okay. And this is so if people forget this. I'm in the middle of the gym and I'm like, okay, go stand over there and just pose real quick. <laughs> yeah. This is my gym system. And because you're in the middle of the gym, you get a lot of attention right, when you're right, doing right. this. Well, especially, right. this bigger. especially especially so you. For yeah. me to stay there and strip, take my trainers off, take my shorts off, take my clothes yeah. off. Yeah. By the time I, by the time I'm done all that, believe me, the gym, everybody's over there looking at you like, what's yeah, going on? Yeah. It's like, look, it's more like you stand there and be like, okay, look, hurry up. I ain't got time for this. Come on, man. Especially when you're prepping. You're so exhausted. Yeah. I'm like, I ain't got time to start taking my Listen, shoes off. My I, I I'm like, man, just stand there, pull it down. Here we go. We see what matters and how I can go home. Samson, I get it. I did the exact same <laughs> shit. I probably have a 500 photos of myself <laughs> with, my <laughs> pants around, with my pants around my ankles. The problem is, the problem is now I want to repost them. And I'm like, fuck, I got my pants around my fucking ankles again. It looks so stupid. <laughs> so it's like, I'm just saying one day, um, one day you're going to look back and have one like day I probably would. a one thousand day I probably photos. Would. Yeah. Photos of like, your pants are always down here. I'm like, yeah, well, okay, tell me, that would do. You, you just get some tearaways like basketball players use. Because remember, Dorian Yates with his socks on. Yeah, and, exactly. Oh, yeah. And I visit my first coach, a little, a uh, real old school coach. Uh, coach, he said, like, put the socks off. It's only <laughs> Dorian Yates to pose with socks. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I didn't even know who Dorian Yates was back in the. <laughs> no, you're not Dorian. Take your socks off. And imagine in ten years, this people are gonna say. Put your short off. It's only Samson Dowd yeah. can pose like with That's right. <laughs> who, do you, who do you think you are? Samson? Take your picture. Yeah. <laughs> well, Samson, you know what? I got... I start uh, to pose naked now. Put <laughs> a sock. Put a sock over it. I got to tell, tell you, Samson, uh, we, we are... Obviously, you know, we've been friends for a while. You've been with Hostile for almost four years now. And mm -hmm. Paul's gotten to know you, and we're all like good... You and Urs are good friends. We are fucking excited like i'm i'm totally yes. i know i people are like oh don't be so biased i don't give a shit samson's my friend i want him to win and uh and i and i'm not just saying that because you're my friend like some of these updated pictures look fucking phenomenal i'm oh i'm excited to see you stand next to Ahadi again and i think hey, honestly hey. and paul maybe you can answer this too i think standing next to Hadi without derek there 
may also may also look different. Absolutely. We yeah. talked about it before, I think, like sometimes lineups can kind of determine trends Things for a show, yeah. you know, and I think you're, you know, yeah, you're, you're completely different physiques. And I think, you know, yeah. some of those pictures, Samson, like some of the most impressive front shots I've ever seen on a person, you know, the, the yeah. back shots, I can't wait to see uh, yeah. on stage. It's I bet exciting. everyone so. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> it's exciting. Well, look, I, I don't want to keep you guys because honestly, like it's it's been an hour and I, I appreciate you guys staying on for as long as you did. I'm going to let you guys go do your thing. Samson and Urs, hopefully. I'll see you guys both backstage probably next week. Next week. Yeah. Good yeah. luck, you guys. I'm excited. Hey, Paul, don't forget my cookies. Okay? Oh, Urs, I'm going to hold you to it, my friend. Don't you worry. Matt, the question is, are they going to be special cookies or just regular yes, cookies? Sir. That's the only thing we got to discuss on the show. Oh, yeah. That's on. <laughs> All right, guys. Listen, oh, Urs, is there anybody you want to thank? You want to thank your sponsor or anything? Or are you are you good or what? I just want to thank the whole bodybuilding community, which going to come over to the to the Arnolds, Ohio, and UK, and support. Are you at? Are you are you at a booth or no? Team. I'm a. I don't know it exactly. Maybe we have like my sponsor ESN. Um, yeah. Sponsor. Are you are you at a booth with them or no? I think they're gonna have a booth, so I don't want to say it hundred uh, percent because I don't know it yet. Didn't <laughs> got a plan, but I'm definitely gonna be at the um, pro pro meeting or pro like uh, yeah, what does it call it, the Arnolds. At the, uh, call, for, the meet and greet the meet and thursday greet. night yeah the meet yeah. and greet yeah so, uh yeah, we... hopefully some guys some guys coming over to meet and greet and uh yeah, yeah we have some talk shake some hands do some um photos. we have a hostile booth i don't know how yeah. much samson's going to be there it's going to totally depend on your I'll prep be but yeah, maybe i'll be there to be there on friday really so friday, okay. friday afternoon i'll be there so guys all right but hello. listen that's that's all tentative if samson's need to focus <laughs> on to focus Let's say Sunday so, for an hour at least. But anyways, um, yeah. listen, you guys have safe flights. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for Looking coming on. seeing you guys. See you guys. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye. Paul, you sticking around with me? Yeah. It's meatballs and hummus time. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't done that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> do we, do we, we had an official jingle too, didn't we? Did we have a jingle? Yeah. Oh, uh, I well, I think what what, I... What, your little uh, tune that you just uh It's kind of like the, the one I just sang. That was the intro. Yeah. We just need some background music for it. <laughs> okay. I'm sure Brandon, I'm sure Brandon will come up with something. <laughs> Those two are fucking awesome. I gotta tell you. You know, you know what I admire? Like I remember back when I competed. Maybe I maybe I was a pussy, you know, like like Ur says. But yeah. if I was a week before a show, I literally would do nothing other than train and my cardio and my posing. I, I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to see anybody. I would just go on lockdown. Like for those guys that still do podcasts and you know, being good moods is uh admirable. Honestly, that's part of uh part of what I love about those guys. Cause I was the same way you were, man. I was like, I'm dieting. You know, when I look back at it, I'm like, maybe you're a little over dramatic because I was like, I'm dieting. Nobody talked to me. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm this, I'm that. And and it wasn't until I met John, I think John was like, Hey, it's just another day. You're just eating less food. Yeah. And but you know, like, oh, yeah. I I don't know if you felt the same way, but what I would feel like when my body fat got really low and my calories got really low, I just didn't have the energy to do anything. So anything like be it a conversation with somebody or, you know, uh, doing something physical just felt like such a chore to me that it would, I didn't want to do it. So I'd be, you know, moody about it. I got to tell you though, I wonder sometimes how much of it has to do with drugs because I don't know, I don't know what their stacks are. Like, I don't talk to Samson about that stuff. I don't, I don't know what he's taking. I don't know what Urs is taking, but I know for myself back in the day. Uh, my coaches 
used to have me on a lot of uh ais or anti-estrogens whatever you yeah me too it. yeah and i noticed that guys now don't take that kind of like that amount of ais or most most guys don't anyway even on a prep they don't uh i've seen some prep protocols you know in the last few years and and it's become an old school way of doing things oh really i didn't know that yeah yeah there's still some coaches that do it but i think more coaches than not are are more hesitant to eliminate estrogen altogether because it'll flatten you out it kind of makes it like makes your training harder like i see the i see the reasoning in it and health wise isn't it pretty could be i think health wise it's worse to cut out right. all your all your estrogen right because you're lowering but, cholesterol too much right but i think the i, I don't know i'm not a scientist so i'm not going to okay. pretend i know but um i know i know lowering estrogen too far has something to do with your hdl cholesterol and it which be, is your good yeah which is well good um yeah but yes but um more importantly uh we used to do it because it used to dry the fuck out of you yeah like i would get dry as fuck so when i took a diuretic if i took a diuretic i basically wouldn't have to take very much because i was already dry as fuck right yep. but but taking that many ais for four to six weeks led to exactly what you're talking about exhaustion i would, I would be no not just exhaustion but isolation Oh yeah, the moodiness. I'd be and stuff. I'd be like in the same room as my wife, and I'd be like, "Don't talk to me." She'd be sitting. Yeah. Right, she'd be sitting right there, and I'd be like, "Please, I just I don't want to talk. I don't want to." My phone would ring. I wouldn't answer it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's interesting. I, eh? uh, I wonder if you're onto something there. I think I am. I don't think it's. I don't think honestly. I don't think I'm far off at all because I know, like for example, like if you take Letro, Letrozole is one of the hardest uh, antiestrogens you can take. Like most suppressing, you mean? I guess most suppressing would be the right terminology. I don't know, but it, it like if you ask me or ask Ian or ask anybody that's used it, it's devastating to your fucking energy levels. You're really? like, dude, I remember I like took it for like two shows or something like that. I remember, and I've told the story on the podcast before, but I remember sitting there having to piss and I'm like, I'd have to like convince myself to get up and go to the washroom. Yeah. That's how tired I was. I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to sit here until I have to piss my pants. And then I'm going to get up. Right. <laughs> because it's like, I just couldn't, I'm just so fucking lazy. Like, that, it sapped your energy completely out of your body. And back in those days, too, if correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember, like, you know, it's quite a few years ago now, but even the off season, we would run AIs, milder yeah. doses, of course. Yeah. But um, it was just a way of thinking back then. But uh, like even you know, I had an appointment today with my uh, with my doctor, and yeah. he was going over my blood work, and he was talking about like my ratios are in a good range, and he's right. hasn't seen any changes in those ratios, and he right. got talking a bit about estrogen and right. how he thinks people who lower it too far you know, these little sudden heart issues. Yeah. I don't like to delve too far into it because I'm not like a yeah. a guru of any sort, but um, I've talked to Ben about it at length for you know, and Ben's um, very knowledgeable about the situation, and he's like, look. You're still going to grow if you cut out your estrogen, but you're not at the same rate and not, you know, your progress is not going to be as great. Your training's not going to be as great. Yeah. Your moods are going to be fucking horrible, which all of those things I've experienced. So, yeah. Is, is Novadex a safer route for, the, for guys nowadays? Cause it just blocks the site, not the, uh, doesn't suppress it. Like I said, I don't want to give any, yeah. I'm yeah. not, a, yeah. I'm not a guru, so I don't like to go down that road. Cause yeah. I, I just don't, I'm not well versed enough in, in pharmacology to be like, yeah, you should take this instead of that. I know. I know I hear of a lot more guys taking aromacin now than arimidex. Okay. But uh, that's the extent of my, I'm not going to get into it because I don't, okay. I don't like, I don't like to preach that shit, but anyway. Um, yeah. But those two guys, I wonder sometimes, um, also, I wonder if it's just perspective. 
like Urs, like when you listen to Urs talk and Samson, their perspective on bodybuilding is almost refreshing in that they have pressure on themselves to do well, but they almost seem like they want to enjoy it more than just yeah. win, more than win. Yeah. Yeah. Like they want to, they want to win, but not at the cost of their enjoyment right. of, this, of the sport. That's refreshing to see. I'm like, I wonder if that's a perspective thing. Like they just, you know, they, that's how they see it all. So it's easy for them to, it's easy for them to travel and it's easy for them to do things because they're really experiencing what they're doing instead right. of, instead of just worrying about winning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and Urz is, Urz is only like what, 26, 27. I know he's, I think he's late twenties. I don't know exactly how old. And Sam's is more mid thirties. So yeah, the guy's two different, yeah. two different ages, but still same yeah. kind of mindset when a, or approach to the sport. Well, I don't know about, I don't know about Urs cause I don't remember exactly what he told me, but I don't remember exactly what he did before bodybuilding. Um, but I know Samson was a laborer. Yeah. So I'm like, this motherfucker's doing construction. So I understand his perspective because he yeah. came from like a hard labor job and now he gets to bodybuild for a living. Right. So I think I understand his perspective on why he wants to enjoy it so much because he came from an actual job that was difficult. Right. right? You appreciate it more. Yeah. So he feel I feel like when Samson talks about bodybuilding, he talks about it in a way of almost like it's an opportunity for a good life instead of like, and that's how he looks at the whole thing. It's like he's grateful to have this life. Yeah. 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 Which yeah, is nice so, to see. So it's cool. But um, yeah, I'm excited, why... man. It's going to be, it's going to be a big show. Hey, do you want to make, I know we're going to do a podcast tomorrow with the guys, but I wanted to ask you while they're gone. Uh, let me bring this up real quick. One sec. I wanted to ask you while they're gone, if you want to make any changes to this thing. Yeah. Let me take a look. Where, where are you here? Paul Lozon. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Get Samson, right Hottie, James, Marcelo, Raphael, De La Rosa, Justin, Shabon, Akeem, Antoine. You're going to lose for sure. Antoine's been looking impressive. You have Antoine last. There's no way. I know. Antoine's been looking really impressive. Where do um, I have him in eighth. I got to move him up. Anyway, go on. Yeah, I'm going to move Antoine up a little bit. I'm going to move Antoine into, um, I want to flop Justin and Shabon. Or do I? Too late. I did it now. That's it. Okay. For now. Well, we get another opportunity tomorrow night, right? If I, if I, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And flop Akeem and, uh, and Antoine. Really? Yeah. And I might even make one more move or two more. Okay. Mm. Are you you're doing anything with yours? You're going to lose for sure. I'm not telling you yet. I'm going to wait for you to finish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, um, move Antoine in front of Justin. I hope Justin sees this. He's going to be mad at you. <laughs> okay. Is that it? For now. Okay. What does Ian have? Adi Samson. That's going to be wrong. Why are you looking what Ian's got? I just want to see what he's got. Right, because okay. he's been the most successful out of us so far, so you want to follow his lead? He has not. Uh, I think so. last that's, year, I think he had the best year not, out of us. That's not true. No? Have, no, we, have we ever gone to the actual stats on that? I'll tell you why he was more successful. It's not, the, not the amount of wins, because I think I had three last year, and I think he had three. But his Olympia win was... He killed it. It was a demolishing. Like, he was... Yeah one fucking placing off of like everybody. So yeah, that was 
pretty fucking impressive. Yeah. No. Is that why you're looking at his? No, I just want to see what he's doing. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm I'm, mine's totally different. He's got Antoine last, Akeem. I got Akeem in sixth. Wow. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go Samson, Hottie, James. I'm going to move Marcelo into third. Really? Ahead of James, eh? I'm going to move Rafa to fourth. You're dropping James that far? I'm going to move James, Keem, Antoine, De La Rosa, Shaban, Justin. You have you been seeing some pictures that I haven't seen? No, no, no. I'm just I just just better at this than you are. You don't have any insider uh, pictures <laughs> you've been getting sent from anybody? Because I haven't seen pictures of a lot of these guys. You're so worried. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see where are you here. Let's see what you got. Top right. You're here and I'm here. I should move mine over to where you are. <laughs> yeah. So I had to head to head competition. Uh, Seth has got Hottie, Samson, James, Marcelo, Rafa, Shaban, Antoine, Justin, Akeem, De La Rosa. I don't see De La Rosa in last. Otherwise, those aren't bad picks. Has, uh, has Raphael put up anything at all recent? I think so. Has we'll he? I haven't at, seen anything. We'll look at it tomorrow. What's Jay oh, got? Okay. Jay, Jay's got Hottie, Samson, James, Raphael, Marcelo, Justin, Shaban, De La Rosa, Akeem. See, I think Hottie was, or I think Justin was doing well until he got down, or Jay was doing well until he got down here. I don't think. I don't think De La Rosa, Akeem, and Antoine are going to be the bottom three. It's so hard to pick a bottom three out of this lineup. You know, no, like no, I, I think. Listen, Akeem has a fuck ton of muscle. You have him in last. There's no way. I think I've always if, seen. I think even if, if Akeem is not in shape, he still has too much muscle to be last. Yeah, you could be right. Akeem, it's because when's the last time he competed? Was it tech, um, Tampa? Was it I think Tampa, like two years ago. I think don't quote me on that, but I or maybe was it the Olympia? No, it might have been the, the it might have been the Olympia that year because he qualified like he won Cause, Tampa because he beat Kamal in Tampa, right? Yeah, he beat Kamal in Tampa. So I don't I think he did the Olympia, but I'm not sure. Okay, yeah, because I just you know he's just competed so infrequently lately that um his physique just isn't fresh in my head. Yeah, and I don't see very many updates of him. He's still a fucking freak, dude. He is a freak. I know. That's why I, I, he's a really tough guy to place. This is the last last update he posted. The one with the side chest, and but he's got like bands. He's got like tape on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah but so it's that, hard to really see. Yeah, if he's any harder than this, I don't see him anywhere. I don't see him near in last. There's no way. Hmm. Just, His legs look hard there. He's just way too fucking big, man. Yeah. So yeah, he's a he's a really tough one to place for me. I don't know, I don't know. And then you got Justin, and Justin's like. Doesn't look amazing, but he always like pulls it together the last fucking week. So I'm like, I don't know where to put him either. So yeah, it's not easy, but anyway. Yeah, Justin's got one of those physiques that can change quickly. Yeah. For the for the better or worse. Yeah. All right. What are we doing? Are we um what are we training today? Uh shoulders today, aren't we? Did you do back yesterday? I did back yesterday by myself. Okay. You, you skipped the gym. <laughs> I trained. I trained by myself. I told um, I told everybody online you skipped the gym. I never skip the gym. I would use spread rumors like that. I just thought, why would you spread <laughs> spread rumors? Hey, you know what I did today? Uh, I had an NAD shot. Oh, that's an antioxidant type thing, right? It's also um, it's a, it's a source of a, a source of ATP, I believe, or a converse to ATP. Does that mean you're gonna have um, an explo- 
Does that mean you're going to have explosive power at the gym? I, I got super energy today. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I might start doing it weekly. You're so, so, it's so placebo. You're like, ah, I'm going to kill it. Yeah, gonna... I thought it was placebo too, but I actually felt different as I was leaving the doctor's office. Did you? No, I think there is like, I think people are talking about. So when injected into your body, the infusion saturate, saturates your brain cells with NAD and other nutrients to help brain function normally. Patients who take NAD IV therapy for cognitive health report for cognitive health report improved focus, enhanced memory, and overall improved mood. I've so been you're gonna so be, on it today. So you're gonna be you're gonna be mentally focused. So what? I've been like sharp like this today, Fuad. But also physically, I'm, I'm bursting with energy. <laughs> bursting with energy. <laughs> I am. Uh, NAD shots. Uh, NAD IV therapy, due to its energy-boosting capabilities, NAD infusion therapy has been used by athletes to enhance performance in training and competitions. It helps at muscle recovery and builds muscle health. NAD also enhances vessel performance and improves their supply to muscles during activity. You should do it too with me. I'm doing growth hormone. I don't need that shit. I'm doing growth <laughs> yeah, hormone too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm stacking NAD with growth hormone. No, I'm just... Optimum, optimum performance. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not doing any. I haven't done any fucking growth hormone in a while. I, like, I keep forgetting. I fucking hate doing shots. Anyways, yeah, I... I mean, I think that's good if you're fucking natural, but you're taking like 500 milligrams of test a week. It's not like, it's not like... Are you talking about the NAD? Yeah, I'm like, okay, if you're doing it for like, I, I thought it had antioxidant properties. Am I wrong about that? No, I think you're right. Um, it's, yeah, it's, I, I, I think it uh, helps with autophagy too, or autophagy. Autophagy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the proper pronunciation. The proper pronunciation is autophagy. Uh, NAD IV therapy can add NAD plus to help activate activate antioxidant and provide natural anti-inflammation effects. It all also increases serotonin levels, which can act as a mood stabilizer to help with mental conditions like anxiety and depression, which Urs doesn't believe in. Yeah, you're just you're the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. I will say this. I, I will agree with Urs that it's way overused. I don't think anxiety and depression are fake. Right. But I think they're used as a crutch a lot of times when they don't need to be. Well, I think medically now, like it, it, pain is, it's almost like you don't have to, you don't have to deal with pain. You know, we got something for that. So it's, it's kind of encouraged to you. Like it's kind of encouraged to just take something instead of going through stuff. It's funny. It, societally, you are almost encouraged to be fucked up. Yeah. Well, when I went, when like I tore my not... pec, sorry to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. And then this is no knock on my doctor. I think she's a great doctor. But um, when I went to go see my family doctors, I needed a referral for um, for an MRI when I tore my pec there back in September with you. Mm. Um, I uh, First thing she asked me was, do you need anything for your pain? Yeah. And I was like, no, no, it doesn't hurt. I just need a script to go get an MRI, uh, you know, and then, you know, that, that's all I really asked her for. Yeah. Um, but like, but I think she, and it's not her fault. I think it's just the medical community just encourages that now. Like the first thing to ask is there pain. Okay. Let's deal with that first and then deal with whatever your problem is. Yeah. But I think that's something different. Like I agree with you, but that's different kind of the, what I'm talking about. That I think is just a symptom of uh big pharma having an influence on okay. doctors, you know, pushing medication. Right. Um, I'm talking more about just as a society, we are more like, well, you must have depression. Tell me what's the matter. Right. Whereas it's kind of like Urs was saying, like back in the day, if you told somebody you had depression, they'd be like, get the fuck out of here, man. Go, yeah. go back to work. 
Yeah. So you know, it's I, like, I, I don't think I don't I, I don't think either thing is right though, just for the record. Like I don't think ignoring somebody that has depression and telling them to yeah. fuck off is right. Yeah. But I also don't think like babying every single person that like has any kind of affliction and and diagnosing it as like the end of the world is also a fucking problem. So it's like right. there's gotta be a middle ground somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I love Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah. Remember, remember his uh, his joke about depression? He's like, uh, he's like, when I was a kid, he's like, if I would have told my dad I was depressed, he'd have been like, I've been depressed for thirty years. He's like, I got a job. He's like, Shut up. <laughs> yeah, our gen- our dad's generation is some it's a different fucking breed of human, man. Yeah, but they were like okay. post World War II kids, you know. So like, they actually went through like actual fucking hard times. I think you know, so they're hardened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, that's a big part of it. I think it, uh, the easier life gets, the fucking softer everybody yeah. gets. Yeah. What's a uh, good, good times create soft people. Or... Yeah. I know that. I know the same. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You know, I love, you know, I love my, uh, I know you love your Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love Joe Rogan? I fucking, yeah. this is like the whole reason I started this thing, <laughs> but, I, but I've, I've just heard the quote recited so many times by so many people. I'm like, okay, we all love Joe Rogan. I get it. Yeah. Um, Anyways, uh, so what are you training today? Shoulders? Yeah. What time is it now? 4.30. So what time is good for you? 5.36? Well, I'm probably not going to eat again before we go, so I, I can probably be ready, ready for 5.30. Okay. I'm ready for 5.30. Okay. I'll pick you okay. up at 5.30. Okay. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. See you soon. Bye.